everybody uh welcome back to the keep it simple podcast uh, if you're catching this you've joined us for episode 16 uh and if you're watching this on youtube uh our guest today uh, needs absolutely no introduction it's uh michael MacArthur meeks uh the one and only mmm and <laughs> and uh michael many of you know many in our tribe know michael have known michael for generations but for those who do not um Michael is um, a teacher and I guess full-time teacher, but also a full-time woodworker, <laughs> which yeah, is kind of two full-time jobs plus some um, incredible husband um, and father uh, to two precious uh, boys. But Ooh. then um, also uh, a gifted musician uh, can write, uh, can sing, can play uh, multiple instruments uh, and draw hidden hidden Ooh. talent uh incredible artist all the way around so uh, with that michael thanks uh for making time for us thanks for coming on the podcast man yeah thanks for having me i'm really excited to be here i've enjoyed listening to all of the podcasts the season one deal and and all of the ones so far on this one so it's yeah really, really fun to listen to yeah thanks that um so I don't know where we want to start. We were laughing right before we came on. So uh, we were talking about how this episode will air, um, uh, I guess, the Saturday before New Year's. But then we're going to be together at Charity Lucas's wedding. Yes. Um, and so Michael got a good chuckle out of that about the bride's uh, man being a, bride, being a bride's man. Uh, yeah, because I said yeah. bride's groom, but it can't be bride's groom. That's just the groom, right? Yeah, That's that would be the term. Yeah. yeah, that'd be on the whole so other. You're not the groom. Not the groom. Yeah, yeah. So, was, um, yeah. <laughs> that's love. For sure, right? Yes. So yeah. uh, that's that's love. You'll get a kick out of this. We haven't discussed this off camera. Um, so I got notification a couple of days ago that I'm also required to go to the bachelorette party. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> Charity! What are you doing, to this yeah. man? Yeah. You know he loves you. Yeah. He's gonna be there for you. So Make much. him go on the bachelorette. You're gonna have to yeah. do like tummy dancing and all uh, the different nail painting and <laughs> I, I don't i don't dance <laughs> go to a winery yeah. i don't know what i guess charity's I bachelorette would be a little different than it, it will be picturing. yeah so, i'm sure it will be legit be but um yeah love is love man so That's enough right. about me and charity charity had her charity. own episode get off exactly. of michael's episode here, charity yeah get that junk out of here <laughs> so um what have you been up to dude so um catch catch us up on on life what's going on yeah, so like Ben said, I am a teacher, so that takes up a lot of my time. I teach first grade. This is actually my sixth year teaching first grade already. It's wow. flown by. Um, I've been, yeah, so first grade all six years and in the same classroom at the same school all six years. So it's a big wow. blessing. It was just one of the schools that I student taught at that I really wanted to be at. And um, so it, the Lord intervened in that way to where it, an, a job opened up after I finished my student teaching. And so I am... Teaching there, uh, as Ben said, I do have a woodworking business that started out as just a, I, I want to make something. And Emily said, can you make this for me? And I said, probably not. And she said, yes, you can. And so with the help of my dad, I uh, made a table for her. And that just kind of 
moved into an old house that needed things here and there, shelves, and so started making that and just turned into a business that takes up as much of my time as teaching does. Mm -hmm. And uh, married to Emily, which we are we are going on six year or six years in October of marriage. Wow. Uh, wonderful six years. I it's one of those things at some point in my life I pictured not ever being married and now I was like, how was I not married? It's just mm-hmm. I mean such a blessing to be married to her. She's um, a huge encouragement to me all the time and I'm very blessed to have her in my life. And we have two boys. One is uh, Maddie. He was born 2021. Uh, Believe it or not, he was a uh, planned pregnancy before everybody got pregnant during the pandemic. It was Mm -hmm. a, we were going to try to have a baby and then the pandemic hit. (coughs) Um, And then Obi was born seven months ago yesterday. So Mm -hmm. two boys um, broke the Meeks line of having the Meeks male has had a female first. Uh, Junjun calculated it up one time. It was it was going on like two hundred years going back what? to where they had had females first, and we broke it and then had another boy. So <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, but, yeah. So we were all expecting a girl the whole time and just had a boy. So but he's beautiful. He's so fun to have and. It's 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 fun now because he's like forming sentences and he'll interact or like want to watch a football game with me that type of thing. So it's it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm losing my voice here. <coughs> have, Gosh. You, have you taught him to say "go dogs"? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> he knows how to say ga- "go jackets" really well. Has, though, he has Emily taught him to say "go dogs"? No, uh, yes. I, I will say that he has the um, Dr. Seuss book "Go Dog Go." Mm-hmm. He does call that book "Go Dogs," and so all right. I make fun of him all the time, tell him I'm going to spank him if he says it again. I'm just kidding. So but, you're partially raising him right, at least. No, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. he's learning, the, uh, learning the, the true character of being a Georgia Tech fan. Yes. A, it takes a lot of uh, patience and you know, just life skills that you have to learn. You just don't get to win back-to-back national championships, you know? Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Toil and really work for it. Yeah, so so let's start. Um, I guess we can go back. I want to kind of talk through your story. Um, you know, um, for those of you that don't know, uh, Michael uh, had been was raised a family kind of old school family in the church that I served uh, down in Georgia, and um, Michael was a senior in high school. Um, when the previous youth pastor charlie judd we need to have c judd on this on this show man um when charlie uh, transitioned out went to worship leader school colorado i think it was maybe Mm -hmm. he went out to colorado and um i had uh filled in a chaperone deal for charlie the the ski trip (laughs) the winter before he left you remember that and he put me in a room with you and and lyndon Lyndon and josh and and Les, less maybe I think yeah. Les was in well, there. Well, if it was, it may have been, yeah. Well, Les probably would have been with Trevor. I don't know if or he was on Trevor would have been with us. I can't remember. But anyway, <laughs> he told me later, like, I put you in with the bad kids. You were the <laughs> only one in there that actually wasn't bad. You would just instigate it yeah. and then step back <clears throat> and film it while yep. all the others did it, usually. Just as guilty, really. Just yes. as guilty. I could just, I, I felt like I had my hands clean. 
You know? Yeah, but little <laughs> did we know, I had no clue. You know, I was doing administrative work, and I don't remember who backed out. Some male chaperone who could ski couldn't go, and just kind of yeah. literally the day before, two days before, Charlie chunked me into the mix. Uh, we had a great time, and then little mm-hmm. did we know that a few months later he'd be headed out. And um, yeah. so then your senior year, y'all's senior year was my first year then, I guess, in student mm-hmm. ministry and i remember at the beginning it was like y'all were not bought in because y'all were charlie's guys like you had yeah. uh, you had four years maybe or so um yeah of relationship Charlie, with him yeah yeah three he came my freshman year of high school so okay it would have been three full years three full years yeah yeah like literally hanging out almost every day <laughs> yeah, yeah truly and um <laughs> So then, but then um, after that, uh, I, I distinctly remember the time. And so you graduated, you all graduated high school, and we, <clears throat> with the space between, didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And it was like the first Sunday yeah. after the rollover. And Mickey, your dad, Mickey comes to, to youth, you know, and he's like, Michael is beside himself. <laughs> And I'm like, what's yeah. going on? He's like, he's, he, he thinks he should come. You know, it's like, what do we do now? And yeah. Um, yeah. So, so we launched the space between. Uh, you were playing and singing music then. When did you begin to play guitar and sing? Where, where did that, when did you pick up on, was that high school? That was my um, freshman year of, of college. Actually. Of college. Okay. Yeah. So just going back to the the year rollover that you were talking about, when it really hit me, I don't, I'm sure it was the first Sunday, like my dad was talking about, but yeah. I remember being at home because Lyndon had gone off to college. Josh may have been, if he came, he may have been at youth with y'all because they were younger mm-hmm. than me. Or Lyndon would have been at youth. Um, Les had gone off to college, and I remember watching the Super Bowl by myself. And I was like, oh, this, you know, just all my friends are either at youth or away at college. I just felt so, it was, it was such a strange feeling because I'd always watched that game surrounded by, you know, a hundred youth in yeah. all these different settings. And yeah, um, that was just a, a strange time. It made me feel like I was needing something more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as far as music goes, I always liked to sing. <clears throat> I never tried to sing um like in front of people or anything, but I got to a point where just songs would get stuck in my head all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was working at uh, Johnny Carino's actually at the time. And one of the guys I worked with there, I guess I had been singing something under my breath and didn't even realize it. And that happens now all the time. Um, but he was like, man, you can really sing. Did you know that? And I was like, no, I don't know. I mean, I like to sing. And he was like, no, you can really sing. I was like, huh. And so then having all the time by myself, like I did, because I wasn't in youth um, and my, both my parents are volunteering there, um, I started uh, playing like a karaoke track on my laptop back to myself and then recording it on, I guess, either my computer or my phone or something mm-hmm. and um, doing that every now and then and trying to listen back to it and not liking it at all. And then one time my parents came in and heard me. And I don't really know how it got started from there, but I, I started singing at church. Mm-hmm. She must have said something to somebody, and, and it got word got out, and so I started singing at church. I was really nervous to do that, but then I started realizing singing with the praise band at 
at first that um, if I was actually going to play music and all, I needed to learn how to play guitar. So I really just trapped myself in my room for a month and learned the basic chords, you know, and, <laughs> and still even today, I can really only play guitar just to sing, which is what I love doing. Um, but yeah, then, then the space between <coughs> started and gosh, Connor, I know everybody that listens to this podcast loves Connor, but he was so gracious and patient with me. I mean, not even just me being an arrogant I, I don't even know the word then in my life, but also like genuinely not knowing how to play. So it was like genuinely not knowing how to play and also thinking I'm awesome at it. And he was having to put up with that in addition to worshiping. And so it was just, a, I mean, I love that dude. So yeah, it was a big, big blessing for me in my life at that time. Yeah. He's lovable. Yeah. And that, um, and I mean, you all wrote songs together. You recorded songs together. Mm-hmm. Still to this day, rain is on my phone. That's uh, a, it's a bop. I mean, even, <laughs> even all these years later, it's it's a great song, yeah. man. That's um, actually the only song we wrote together and recorded together. But is that right? Yeah, we. It's, I mean, like cover songs all the time, but that's the only one we originally wrote. Yeah. Yeah, great that song, and then um, um, you and Mackenzie uh, singing. I guess it was at Connor Mindy's wedding. Oh, was that um, thinking out loud. Absolute mm-hmm. gold. Just gold. I lo- yeah. That one was fun. That was, yeah, we had gotten, or I guess they wanted us to sing, so that's what we were doing. But, uh, yeah, Jordan, Jordy recorded that on his phone. He kept it so still the whole time because it looks like it's on a tripod. Yeah, yeah. He was standing there in front of us, and all the people were behind that arrived to the wedding early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, I mean, that's Jordy too, though, right? That Yeah. That uh, We got to get exactly. Jordy. He's he's busy with school and stuff, but we have to uh, absolutely yeah. get Jordy on the on the podcast so so in your kind of spiritual formation um music had a had a big piece a big part of that um what i remember is you going to orlando to a was it a worship leaders conference maybe or something yeah that's that's what it was a worship conference so even like people that mix the soundboards or um you know things like that would would go as well sound engineers audio engineers they were there as well but you yeah, was, came um, back from that different. Yeah, um, that let's was, talk. Let's talk yeah. through that a little. So that trip, um, I realized. I think that music, me singing in that time, um, brought on a lot of pride and um, selfishness, and just wanting me to it to be all about me. Which, you know, when I was playing out at a bar or something, that's not. I guess terrible. It shouldn't shouldn't be that way. But when I'm leading worship in the the black room, and you know, that's not how it should be. I should be uh, worshiping. And so, something that was said on that trip is that we don't call it a stage because a stage is for performance. We call it a platform because a platform is for you know encouraging others and uplifting. And um, so that kind of that struck me and made me think, oh, there's something I'm not doing right and um that was a start i think in the step of of getting on the road to to being a believer i still even looking back now i don't think that that was like i said a step in the right direction but i don't think that was that was something i needed to hear them but i don't think that was i wouldn't say that was when i was saved um okay I think that came actually after I moved to Augusta. I remember 
um, I think y'all were going to ski trip after I had moved up here and y'all mm-hmm. stopped at a Chick-fil-A in Augusta. And so my parents called me and I met y'all up there and, and talked yes. to you. And that's when I asked to be baptized. But yes, um, really the, so yeah, so like I said, sorry, I'm rambling. That, that no, you're conference not at all. It's awesome. le- <laughs> led me in the right direction. I could tell that was the Lord working in my heart in that time, pointing me towards him, mm-hmm. giving me to where I was seeking but there really wasn't until premarital counseling, believe it or not, where our first session, just a wonderful couple in our church here, just both like the the husband or the, the man is like over a lot of the Bible studies in our church and just so wise and caring. And then the woman is over all the women's Bible studies and she's a huge influence on Emily's life. And so we did premarital counseling with them, thankfully. The first question that he asked, his name's Fred. And the first question that Fred asked, and he looked at me first, he said, you die, you're walking up to heaven. Why, what would you say as, to Jesus as to why you deserve into, into heaven? And I said, I thought about it. And I started going, well, I've read, I've read my Bible and I, I, w- I went to church almost every Sunday. Like if, if they were cleaning the windows at church, like we were there and uh, you know, I, I went on all these youth trips and I did all this. And I remember Emily looking over at me and like, uh, uh, you know, just <laughs> dumbfounded. And so Fred just goes, okay, okay. And he asked Emily and she said, well, I, I don't deserve it. Like I, I'm saved by faith through grace, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and goes on this huge spill. And, and I thought, oh my gosh, like I've been, I, obviously I believed in God. I, yeah. I never doubted that there was a God, but I never I guess just never understood the gospel, which is crazy because as I was saying, I was in church all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I mean, a testimony to how your heart is hardened. If you're not, um, if you're not a believer, your heart is hardened and or hardened and it has to be softened by the spirit. And so mm-hmm. by the Lord working in your life. And so that made me realize that I did not understand the gospel. And so truly started digging then. And then I don't know that there was a specific date um, that it happened, but I realized that and another thing, when, when I was in <clears throat> church here, um, which I'm just, I'm so thankful for the church. I'd love to get on a rabbit trail talking about the church here, but let's um, do it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but uh, one of the things the pastor said, he said, if you're a believer, you have the Holy Spirit inside you, and that should radically change the view, the view of yourself, the view that mm-hmm. you have of yourself. Mm-hmm. And so that was just digging, digging, digging constantly, and also. Which last time I heard you preach, you did this as well, but this church is very big on expository preaching, which Mm -hmm. if anybody out there listening doesn't know, is where you are like reading out of the passage. This is not a church where you can go to where you forget your Bible. You know, like if I forget my Bible on a Sunday, I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Because, you know, he references every verse as he's preaching it and and he'll read a verse, then he talks about it. And then he goes back to that verse and this voice. You see her in verse verse seven, this and um I grew up in uh, just churches where a lot of times it was like the pastor wanted to talk about, you know, X topic and they would try to find a verse to talk about that. And so I just think that a lot of times it seemed counterfeit or they're looking kind of looking through it. But um, I started digging a lot, just getting into the word. And uh, I believe when I first started going to the church, they're going through first Corinthians. And so, you know, obviously church in Corinth was pretty wicked. And so. Mm-hmm. made me see the sin in myself thankfully and 
uh, recognize my need, absolute need for a savior. And, um, I think just somewhere in that time is where it, it happened and, um, started living faithfully and thankfully on the road to sanctification and, uh, yeah. got baptized by you, which was a very sweet moment. And, um, yes. yeah, just, uh, it was really good. It was, yeah. uh, it was a long road and I am a testament to, I mean, if I would have, I think, I, you know, it's one of those things. I think I probably could have died at 23 years old and, and gone to hell. And I went mm-hmm. to church 95% of Sundays, you know, went on all the youth trips, all the mm-hmm. college trips, everything. And I, I'm just a testament that it's more than sitting in a pew on Sunday. It's yep. it's about more than that. And Well, and um, and even beyond that, more than your, your parents' faith. Because, like, yes. your folks, yeah, dude, exactly. you hit yes. the jackpot. You hit the, I mean... You yes. you just you're not going to find two finer people than your mom and yes. dad. Um, yeah. And in every way, like I, I I've been in them with them in so many contexts, and mm-hmm. they're always the same. Doesn't matter if you're doesn't matter where you are. Doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah. They're always. I mean, they're just solid. So my point in that is, it's it's beyond your grandparents' faith, or it's beyond mm-hmm. your parents' yes. faith. It's beyond just church attendance. It is mm-hmm. that um, personal interaction. Yeah. Um, so what is it about your church where you are now that you love so much? Let's talk about that a little. Yeah. Um, so I think that the main thing that we truly enjoy and are, are blessed by is that they, every Sunday, read the Word, pray the Word, and preach the Word, sing the Word. Mm-hmm. And so it's... Um, like, I mean, I like Christian radio, but some of the songs are just kind of saying, I, 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 I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it, you know, the whole time. And it's like those hymns that were written in the 1700s, they've, they've stuck around for a reason. You know, they're uh-huh. just rich with theological truth and, and just God's character. And so being a part of the, the band there, um, playing every couple Sundays, just when I first went, my first Sunday that Emily um, took me, we, um, so I remember going in there and thinking, Oh, that this music, I don't, I don't know about this music. And, but then the preaching, <laughs> like I said, was, was right here. I mean, just in the word. And, yeah. and so a, a book I read later really, um, convicted me of that because I shouldn't go to a church and decide on what, cause we were kind of, she had been going to the, um, church there. They were a, a meeting in a, uh, a theater or something, I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, ended up joining with a, a bigger church, which that's a, a whole other story that I'd love to get into. But um, one of the, the books I was reading, actually with one of our pastors, it was like, you shouldn't look for a church based on whether you like the what the preacher does or if you like the songs. It should be whether or not the songs and the preaching are glorifying Christ. And so that was very convicting to me. But um, another thing that I really like is we have these uh, community groups. Mm-hmm. And so... I just became a community group leader this um, starting in August when our uh, semester goes. So it goes from like the end of August because everybody's busy with school stuff to Mm -hmm. December 4th, I think was our last meeting. And then we'll pick back up late January. But our community group, other than two couples, everybody lives from this spot I'm sitting right now. Everybody lives within a half mile and there are 28 people in the group. 
And so it's based off your location. And so we have a group chat and it's like, hey, I need help moving your fridge. Hey, uh, do you want to, I'm running to Home Depot. Do you want to go with me and talk? And so it's just such community. We babysit for each other, which is a huge blessing because out Mm -hmm. of the 28, 13 are kids. And so (laughs) we got a lot of kids. Um, So it's just rich, just fellowship that we have. And so we have what I, Emily and I talked through and decided on was that we were going to do a three week rotation. And so one Tuesday we meet, everybody meets here. We'll cook a meal, eat together, and then we'll read the word. We'll play a song and then pray together. But with 13 kids, you know, that can be of those 13 kids. Um, 10 of them are under the age of five. So with Obi being the youngest. So mm-hmm. between seven months and five, we've got 10 of those kids. So they can be a little crazy. So what we do the next Tuesday is we do a guy's night. So what we do for our guy's night, we go to a local pub right here and have a beer and talk through everything and talk about how we can pray for each other. And we commit to praying for each other that week. And the next Tuesday, the girls meet because it's, we've found that it's pretty difficult to have intentional conversations with that many kids around and mm-hmm. having to worry about all the kids, you know, going around. So we have a three week rotation. So one, we call it whole group is here. And then we have a guy's night and we have a girl's night. And so awesome. a lot of times, even the girl's night, like the guys will get together with the kids and hang yeah. out. And so it's just rich community that we have here and we're, we're very thankful for it. And, um, there's something else I was going to say about community group. So then on, um, during the semester, we meet with what's called a cohort, which is three of the community groups together Wow. meet on a Sunday morning for like a Sunday school type thing. And so this mm-hmm. past when we went through Jonah, the book of Jonah, which I had never mm-hmm. really, I knew he got swallowed by a whale. He was supposed to go to Nineveh, but I, you know, I didn't necessarily know all the yeah. story. And so being able to, like, they gave us a commentary to go through and <coughs> I was able to teach on one of the Sundays. And so it was really, really neat going through that together. He was a turd. Um, he was a real oh turd. Because, like, it, arguably, like, super racist as well. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, did, yeah, yeah. Like, was upset that God didn't destroy his enemies. Yes. And then yeah, wanted yeah. to die. Wanted to die because, because he didn't. Because God, yeah, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's like, yeah. not only am I not okay that you didn't destroy them, I don't want to live in a world where you didn't destroy them, so yeah. please kill me. Yeah. Ask multiple times to die. Yeah, a real turd. It, it's it's a crazy story. Crazy yeah. story. Has it ever dawned on you that, like, in nursery school, like, we celebrate some of the worst stories? So, like, how many how many nurseries and churches have you walked into, and there's like a wall sized mural of Noah and all the mm-hmm. animals? Yeah, let's get drunk and, and uh, you, yeah, you get walk naked and <laughs> you walk yeah. in and you look up <laughs> and there's Noah and you're like, don't you realize that everybody died? <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> other than the people on that boat, nobody <laughs> lived. The whole oh, world man. died. Why don't we yeah. paint that mural on our nursery wall? Yeah, that's. I yeah. think it's because yeah. of the animals, probably. But then Jonah and yeah. the whale, because they sing yeah. the nursery rhyme and Jonah and the whale, you know. Because yeah. maybe it's the animals. Maybe it's some connection to animals. But there's this thing that I've noticed about nursery rhymes and nursery stuff in in churches and it's like you pick the worst some of the worst yeah i just don't think about the full story i mean because like you're saying with noah 
what's the first thing he does when he gets on dry land? He builds a vineyard, gets drunk, yeah, gets naked. His sons yeah. walk in on him, and <laughs> yeah. he's so ashamed that he yeah. like curses them, curses yeah. his sons because yeah. they walked in on it. Like it's just oh yeah yeah yeah. And and that's the other thing. Not to, I need to reel this back in because we're fixing full blown biblical. But the other thing is people that don't take time to read the Bible, like actually read the Bible. Like mm-hmm. if you like murder mysteries, it's in there. If you yes. like dramas, it's in there. If you like yes. love stories and romance, it's in there. Like anything, yeah. any, any, is that a genre? Any genre yeah. of movie or whatever that you could want to watch on Netflix, yeah. it's in there. It's pulled from, like all the great authors all love the Bible for that. They pull from it, inspiration, all the yes. stories. Yeah, I was just reading... I'm in First Samuel now, so I actually read David and Goliath this morning, which is another one that gets taken out of context. Yes. But, um, yeah, there was something with, it may have been judges or something, and somebody gets stabbed, and the whole knife goes inside the guy's body, like the entire fat, knife. Oh, fat belly. Yeah. Oh, fat belly. reading that, I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so one the we have a discipleship pastor who's an awesome guy. You'd love him. Um, but... So he was training us as um, the community group leaders to lead for our groups and for mm-hmm. our um, cohorts. And one of the things that he said, which I thought you would appreciate, <coughs> is um, he's big on discipleship, obviously. He's a discipleship pastor. But he said that how you really know you're, you have community with somebody, how you really know that you're doing life with someone is if they walk in your house and fix their own drink. Or they're comfortable enough to take a nap on your couch. Yeah. And I was like, when I first heard that, I was like, oh, that's Bentley. That's yeah. Bentley. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He'd love for somebody to come in his house and make their own drink, you know? Yeah. Just be. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. And that, so, so that <clears throat> segues, per, I mean, you talk about community groups and, of course, the Simplify Project. It's taken us six years, dude, to mm. drill into what I think God's actually doing with the project. Yeah. Um, Brandon, you and I were talking about my friend Brandon before we came on air. Dude's awesome. And yeah. he's got a project. He's doing some work with Three Chord Crossing, this thing that he and his family are doing. It's really, really cool. Um, but it's it's interesting the way that his work and, and mine, you know, outside of vocational ministry are paralleling because the Lord pr- placed this Three Chord Project deal on his heart. And he's, like, trying to take steps of obedience, but not super clear on what he's to be doing. Yeah. And for from 2018 until last spring, that's kind of how the Simplified deal was. And mm-hmm. at first, I'm like, so are we an apparel company? Is that what we're about? Mm-hmm. And that was like, nah, because I don't have a sense of style or the <laughs> care or the drive to, like, stay trendy and cool. Yeah. Um, but anyway, my point is uh, community, literally, I believe the work that we're doing is about building authentic community and connecting yeah. people, like like to let like-minded people know that there's other like-minded people yeah. kind of in the same vein. And you don't have to be in vocational ministry. You can have two very full-time jobs as a teacher <laughs> and as a woodworker yeah. and still be um, investing yourself in the lives of others and the vulnerability, um, just that currency um, of authenticity. Um, yeah. it's, it's paramount to real relationship and uh, – 
so it's awesome that not only are you, are you calling them community <clears throat> groups, there's actual community. I mean, for their, yeah. Oh, yeah. for somebody to come in your house and be comfortable enough to pull a glass out, get some ice and pour yeah. a drink. Um, that's a, that's a, I would say that's a great metric. I don't know how I would feel about somebody sleeping on my couch. <laughs> I guess if, I guess if, if we, I guess if we were hanging out and they were weary and just fell off to sleep, it'd be okay. If I came in from outdoors and there was somebody sleeping on somebody, my couch. Yeah, I, okay. That's different. Yeah. I think I'd have questions, <clears throat> but I like the drink. <laughs> yeah. So, so are you, so you are playing music there then you're leading worship mm-hmm. some. Yes. Yeah. We just awesome. had our uh, big Christmas sing last night. That's a lot of fun. Um, so we read through the birth of Christ and sing songs that align with it. And so it's an hour and we play, I guess, 15 songs. We had 13 musicians that we filter wow. in and out. And so we're all just switching instruments and four four people singing on every song. So it's that just one of my amazing, favorite days man. of the year. Oh, it's so Was great. it recorded? So can, I, can we find it? Can it was recorded, it? yeah. The, How can I find it? I would it? say the... I'll send you a YouTube link. Okay. <clears throat> one of yeah. the guys in our in our church is an audio engineer, and so we finally figured it out to where it'll do like the 18 different tracks or whatever, and so he's going to try to mix it to make it sound better, but I know you won't mind that, so I'll send it to you. No, I won't. And there was one. It, it filters. I don't know if it's last year or the year before, but it seems like it seems like every so often it'll filter through, but it's you and two other people. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in yeah, a chapel or something? Yes, we we got it. it. Was really really old building. Gosh, probably the eighteen hundreds, maybe seventeen hundreds. And they got it remodeled, totally remodeled. So we call it Daniel Chapel now. Okay. Um, so the inside had been remodeled, but no furniture was in there. So the acoustics mm-hmm. were just incredible. You could mm-hmm. clap, and it would go on for six seconds. It just sounded wow. like you could just hear it the whole time. So yeah, we set up a mic in there and recorded a couple songs. So that. The other guy, that's John Ross. He's our um, he's our associate pastor and worship leader. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Dana was the girl, and she is has an amazing she voice. Could she sings sing, and dude. plays piano. She, Gosh, she could sing. Yeah, I mean, all of you can, but <laughs> it makes so me fun, cry. Yeah. Like it literally, yes. literally makes me weepy uh, listening yeah. to those listening to those recordings. So that's awesome yeah. that you're exercising that gift in that way still. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a big blessing to to be able to serve the church in that way, and um, I I don't have the I don't know if pressure is the right word. I guess pressure mm-hmm. you should have some pressure if you're in charge of shepherding the people and leading worship, but um, but I am able to worship up there and and to be able to serve the church in that way to be able to use the gifts that God has given me has been a huge blessing. Going back to that video you're talking about, the th- three of us I forget mm-hmm. how many they they. I think we recorded four songs. They put two or three of them out. But mm-hmm. the It Is Well one, if you watch the very last, probably three seconds, I back off the mic and put my head down, and I started crying. And that was also the that was the day that I found out that Papa had passed away. Oh, my, wow. uh, my grandpa. Yeah. Um, so I was already kind of emotional. But then, gosh, just that song is so. Be- I actually sang it at his funeral a few, mm. or I guess a week later. But mm-hmm. it's a beautiful song. Yeah. Old One Mac. more thing about the church. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, so not the... at all. You don't apologize. <laughs> oh, you're talking that's about the, Daniel Chapel. That's the beautiful <clears throat> thing about having a podcast where there are no show notes and no, no script. Yeah. This yeah. is what the people this is what the people want. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm a little structured now to where I was nervous about that, but now that I'm in in the flow of it, yeah, I, I don't. It's want to pretty be cool, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, so our executive pastor told us a couple weeks ago um, that so what happened was they were meeting in a I say theater, we'll just call it a theater. They had okay. basically didn't have a church building, had a growing population of of members. Mm-hmm. They called it Berea. That's where Emily went. I never got to go mm-hmm. to Berea. The church I go to now. Crawford Avenue Baptist, they had a huge and beautiful building, very similar to First uh, United Methodist, mm-hmm. no members. Everybody's dying out or left. Oh, man. And so it's very rare, but the church is merged. And while the – so they didn't even have a pastor, Crawford Avenue, but they were praying to merge with another church and prayed that the Lord would bring their church young couples Wow. And prayed for kids and for young couples that worship the Lord and serve the Lord and that would they'd be able to disciple. Fast forward flash forward, um, I guess it's been se- close to seven years since we've merged. And I I went in the first year of the merge. So the first Sunday in the new sanctuary I was there. And uh our executive pastor told us the other day that they there were 24 members at Crawford Avenue that were praying for the, the kids and the young families. And in our church currently, this is just of members of our church, there are 44 kids under the age of two. Wow. And so that is just young Praise families. God, I know. It's so, yeah, it's, it's crazy to hear. I saw a, a meme going around and, you know, obviously take it with a grain of salt, but it said um, in a church service, I forget how they worded it, but basically, if you can hear men singing and worshiping and hear babies crying, that it's a sign of a healthy church. And healthy our church, church, our church is, there are babies crying constantly. And the first time my parents visited, they were like just looking around the whole time. And I was like, what? what's going on? And they're like, there are so many babies here. And I had just muted it out. You know, <laughs> all of us just, we, we know we got young kids. It's going to be loud. We just don't worry about it. But <laughs> so it's really beautiful that they were praying for young couples in the church and now we've got 44 kids under the age of two and i bet if you made that to the age of five there might be over a hundred there are Amen, so man. many kids yeah but it but Never it, it comes from prayer yes yes they, that comes they were from, dedicated that doesn't yeah. come from strategic think tank no. groups and all this other nonsense Mm-mm. it comes from people getting on their face at the foot yes. of the throne and asking god specifically yeah. Um, they prayed for years. A place years of humility that. and that. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be some people. So I have started working on my doctorate, and I'm in this oh. cohort, right, working through this. Okay. And it's church planters. It's 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 church mm-hmm. renewal and church planters and people who are really rethinking church and what might that look like and how do we yeah. reach unchurched people. And so when they hear this, when they hear this segment of this podcast, mm-hmm. they are going to get fired. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. And that, um, that should not be, so like you all should not be the exception. That should be the norm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really encouraging going to, to church with that many young families who are invested. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I could say right now it's what, eight o'clock, seven thirty. I could say to my community group, Hey, can somebody come help me in the shop tonight? And I could probably have a couple people volunteer. Like just, they're so are so involved in each other's lives and mm-hmm. know everything, praying for each other, committed to praying for each other. Mm-hmm. 
babysitting, which like I said, is a huge thing for, for our church with that many kids, mm-hmm. being able to have a date night with your spouse and love on them and serve them in that way. Mm-hmm. So it, it, we were very blessed to have a church and I just, I can't imagine not, I mean, it's, yeah. it's so filling to go every, every Sunday and Wednesday and it's great. Yeah. Not something you have to do, but something you want to do. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. If we if we go home, even like we would have normally gone home this Friday after, you know, Emily gets off work and stay going to Warner Robins for church or going to Warner Robins for Christmas. I was like, I, I don't want to miss two Sundays in a row, so we're gonna stay for the Christmas Eve service and then we'll leave after that and then head out. We just gotta yeah. tell, got gotta tell BB and Granddaddy that they won't see their grandkids till later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> they just kept them for a week. Shift gear a little bit. I want to. Um, I don't want to run out of time. This is so freaking good. So two things: teaching and woodwork. Um, yeah. So I have a question: <clears throat> Is teaching ministry like for you? Um, and coming alive in Christ, um, we have uh, at our local church here, the church that Stacy and I are serving now. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty high number of educators and people who sure. are in education. Um, many of which view teaching as ministry, even though they're in the public school system, maybe can't be as forward or outspoken, but very much their approach to teaching, they view teaching as ministry. How how does that land with you? Yeah, so I think teaching, like I teach six-year-olds, they turn seven throughout. So Mm -hmm. um, that's one of those things where I'm trying to be a living testimony. So like as an example... I don't, I probably don't mention my faith to them as much as I should, like if something comes up, but um, I do talk to them every now and then. And I know like one of the kids that I taught last year, I'm friends with his mom on Facebook and I saw a couple weeks ago that he got baptized at his church. And so he came in, I was just talking with him. I was like, so what does that mean to be baptized? And so he walked through and I was like, hey, he said, I, uh, I said, "What, what does it mean to be baptized? And he said, Oh man, I forgot what he said. He said basically, which is what I was taught about baptism, is that it's your wedding ring. He said it's just a symbol that you are a believer. And I was like, man, you, your parents, you got it. Um, but with the teachers there, that is an awesome opportunity. I, um, probably three years ago now, four years ago, um, we had within a week had two deaths in the. Um, to uh, people's parents had died. Um, and so the, it was just the whole vibe of the school was kind of gloomy and everything. And our media specialist, who is a believer, uh, and we have a lot of conversations, she called to do a prayer meeting after school one day. And so I, I went and um, she gave us, which I thought was really cool, she gave us slips of paper um, to commit to praying to and to like go physically to that place then and pray. And so I went with my first grade team, which I don't know that they listen to this, but that, I mean, that was a four years ago group. So I would say that maybe two of them are believers. Okay. Um, so we went to each door on that hall and prayed over them. And I just felt really convicted. I was like, man, I've been at school for two years and haven't, really shown my, my faith as much. Like I think people would probably know I was a Christian, but I'm not like living it and I'm not bearing fruit here. And so I committed that next Monday and it was so strange at first. And they looked like, looked at me like I was crazy. I committed that Monday to go around to each of the first grade teachers every week and ask them how I can be praying for them that week. And 
that has turned into four years, three years later to uh, other random, te- like a fourth grade teacher coming down the hall and say, hey, my mom's having surgery tomorrow. Can you pray for her? And I was like, yes, absolutely. Wow. And so it's turned into that, which is really neat. And something that I, I got from you, actually, um, that I thought meant a lot when you first texted it to me. Um, I think I was asking for prayer about something, and you said praying now, mm-hmm. which I, I, obviously as growing up in the church and stuff, people say, oh, I'm praying for you, I'm praying for you. And I would say that to people, and I know I wasn't praying for them. Mm-hmm. And so... I, if somebody texts me that, can you pray for this, which happens a lot now, thankfully like that, that people text me all the time about praying for them in the, in the school. Um, I say praying now and I stop what I'm doing and I pray for them. Um, and so, and it's also gotten to the point where, uh, I think last Monday, actually last Monday, I forgot to walk around and ask them what they're praying. And one of them got on to me. I was like, what, yeah. what are you doing? I need to, and I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. But, um, so that, that's just been really neat to be able to share my faith in that way and be able to know or ask them what, how I can pray for them and to walk through, um, just living that life with them. And, um, they're all obviously all girls. And so mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm like leading them as I would Emily, but, um, just being able to, to show them how people can be praying for them and how their husbands uh, can pray for them. And it's just been a really sweet time to be able to do that awesome, for them. Um, and to be able to, yeah, just, just pray for them. Yeah. I would not have thought of your coworkers. I'm thinking like, how do you influence a kid or maybe the parents yeah. of the kid? <clears throat> the coworker route is awesome. Yeah. It's it. I am one of, I think three other males there. So, mm-hmm. And it's the like whole school? 90, yeah, 90... Oh, I'm sorry. We have two custodians now that are males. So five males in the entire school. Wow. Out of 90-something employees. So Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they know that... I, and then we had a new teacher come on their first grade team this uh, this year. And so my first time meeting her, I walked up to her and I said, Hey, you know, my name's Michael. And um, and she said, hey, um, you know, told me her name and said, I've heard a lot about you. And I said, oh, gosh, hopefully not too much. And she said, I've heard that you'll pray for me. I said, oh, wow. I will. I will do that. I will pray for you. And so I walk around every Monday morning and see how I can be praying for him that week. And, and it started off as like, you know, a couple of them that I would say are, are not believers. You know, I guess you can never mm-hmm. truly know somebody's heart. But mm-hmm. um, and they were like, well, I, uh, I don't. I don't, I don't know how you can pray for me. And I, I don't know what to say. I don't know, you know, and, and now it gets to the point where even if it's like their kid's sick, you know, they'll say, mm-hmm. Oh, my kid's sick. Can you pray for them? Or I just want everybody to be healthy for Christmas. And mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll pray for them in that way. So it is neat to see. That's awesome. That's dude. What a great a... thing to be known for. I mean, if, <laughs> if you meet somebody for the first time and they're coming on your team or a part of your cohort or whatever, and, and they're like, Hey, your reputation precedes you. You're the guy that prays. There's <laughs> yeah, a lot could worse, worse. things. <laughs> yeah. uh, could be worse. The other yeah. thing, the praying now deal. So tell me if you run into this, but this should, again, should not be, this should be normal. This should, whatever normal means, this should not be the exception, but how freaked out, people get when you stop like when you're in person and they're like hey would you be praying for me blah 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 blah." i'm like yeah let's pray now let's do it and you just put a hand on their shoulder and start to pray over them um and they're like uh uh well Uh, 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 okay uh, 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 (laughs) (laughs) and it's like it is that should not be like 
I unusual. Agree. That should yeah. be um, that should very much be the norm. And um, it's interesting when that happens in private versus in public. So, yeah. like when you're on the front lawn of the church, <clears throat> if that happens, versus if you're standing in the middle of a busy restaurant. Yeah. And oh yeah. Just the the reaction and the way people are, but it's interesting um, when we pray. Um, things move. God moves. Things shift yes. would have been the better way to say that. God moves and things shift. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the power of prayer is, it cannot be understated, um, yep. in my opinion. Awesome, dude. I'm proud of you, man. That's awesome. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been a big blessing to me. Like I said, I was super nervous to do it. I, I even now, like, oh, I, need, I need to, it's Monday, I need to go around. And what I do is I pray for them on the way to work. So mm-hmm. if, you know, like one of them, their mom had a surgery last week. And so on the way to work, I can, you know, ask Siri in my truck, say, text this person. Mm-hmm. And how's your mom doing? Or keep, mm-hmm. is there an update on your mom? And a few of them, one of their moms got sick with cancer a couple of years ago, ended up passing away. And so that was, mm. it was tough, but it was a sweet opportunity to be able to pray for them and to, I think that it, it freaked them out too, the things I was asking for, because um, like I was asking, I was obviously asking that her mom would get better, but I was asking for the Lord's will to be done and for good to come out of this, for people that may not know you, Father, to be able to come to know you through the, even through this mm-hmm. death, if that's what it brings, like if that's what it means, that you would be honored and glorified through this. And they're like looking at me like, what, 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 what? You're not supposed to pray that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, prayer is really powerful. There's a, actually, if I tilt the screen this way, this, this guy right here, you can't even see anything from this angle. Uh-uh. I guess you see one little sheet of paper. Yeah. That was something that uh, Emily um, and a, a girl, she was discipling a few years ago. They prayed together for a year, and that's oh, wow. all answered prayer written on sheets of paper in there. Wow. Yeah, it's really neat. That's incredible, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, discipleship, that's a huge thing in our our church as well, thankfully. Um, What does that look like in your church? What does that process look like in your your church? So it's just encouraged a lot, and so I I guess I can tell you what it looks like or has looked like in my life. So Fred that I was saying we did premarital counseling with, Mm -hmm. um, we went through a book together it was through mark i believe Mm -hmm. it's called christianity explained have you heard that no no okay it's just a a book you go through i think it's through the gospel of mark but Mm -hmm. um so that helped me um in learning who jesus was his character and how he how he was and how he is and uh and then my buddy ross that you met um he was in my Mm -hmm. wedding Mm-hmm. So he was a replacement groomsman, technically, which at this point in my life, I'm very thankful because I'm probably Poor closer Ross. than him than I am than any of them. Yeah. Um, but he started discipling. We, we met every Tuesday morning, and I didn't even know it was discipleship at first. I thought we were just meeting, hanging out. But we were walking through that because that was when Emily and I were engaged. We weren't even married yet. And so um, we met every Tuesday morning for probably four years um, and now we meet every other Friday, but wow. it, it is truly amazing to see, cause that was definitely a, he is discipling me, just walking me through things in 
what I can expect in marriage and how I should handle this in marriage and how I can lead and how I can do family worship and all these different things. And now this is by no, by no means of my own. It's just the Lord working in my life. Now that, now that relationship is more like this and I have somebody that I'm discipling now and Mm -hmm. He has somebody he's discipling now, and 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 he's that's not me saying that. Like we've talked about how that mm-hmm. has occurred, and is just a beautiful thing where he'll say something now, and I can I can provide wisdom and guidance based off mm-hmm. things I've read in the, in the Word or point him to Scripture in this way, and so that's just been as really it sweet should to do. be. And that's that yeah, is I mean, as it should be. Yeah, yeah. Um, Emily has been discipled by multiple ladies in the church and discipled others and it's a huge encouragement to me in in Mm -hmm. discipling others and reaching out so me as a community group leader i try to meet with all the guys in my group apart from our um our uh where we go to the bar and and talk Mm -hmm. and talk about praying in public we we pray in that bar awesome yeah that uh, so my friend travis (laughs) who yeah my friend travis who was uh on last week, uh, oh, yeah, he, he has a, a he has a ministry sacred ale. I don't know yeah. if you caught that episode, but um, yeah, I did. Built built an entire ministry around um, meeting in a pub. Or or Luke, who was on Luke, is amazing. Now you would love Luke. Uh, I, Luke remind me of on, what he was talking about because I think he, he's the guy yeah. that had the he's the guy that had the uh, he had a, a a ministry in the prison and he had a ministry in a pub. And the dude in his pub ministry had a brother oh, in yes, prison. Oh, no, no, you can't. <laughs> and he's like, the dude in the prison was like, I'm not going to that guy's meeting. Yeah, and, and the dude's like, why not? He's like, because he meets in a bar. And yeah. Luke's like, dude, you're in prison. <laughs> like, that's what? I mean, you know, Jesus is Jesus. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah, that's so those two guys are, are from my cohort that I was telling you yeah. about. That's the kind of guys. Okay, so you all in school together. Yeah, and so you know me. We've been together long enough. You know that like I am fully alive in that. When I get yeah. with those guys, and there's um, 15 or 16 people right now at some point, at some place in the uh, six semesters, uh, three-year Ooh. process, and we all get together, and it's it's awesome it's so encouraging because everybody nobody is poo-pooing on the inherited church but everybody's like really fired up about new expressions of ministry and and how do we reach unchurched people in non-conventional ways and um really really cool really cool so all right so shifting then to the woodwork um so everybody asked me can you pan down so they can see your hoodie is is so this logo for everybody that's actually watching this on youtube if you're not go check it out if you're just listening <laughs> this logo so i have a couple shirts that i wear has macarthur woodworks uh on them i cannot tell you how many people stop me and ask not not just people that i know like friends that are uh-huh. like dude that's freaking cool what is that but i'll be walking through like not even not even the context of like Lowe's or Home Depot where you got maybe woodworkers. I'll be walking through, I don't know, Walmart, mm-hmm. but like the grocery store section of Walmart. Yeah. And people are like, cool shirt. 
That's an awesome shirt, man. <laughs> I've I'm never like, gotten that. What the heck? I'm like, I'm like, what am I wearing? I look down. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is my guy. You know. So I tell him like, go to go that's to Instagram. Funny. He he's got ten thousand followers. Or you're way past that oh, now. But that's what I tell people. That's my tagline. I'm like, go to Instagram and find him. He's got ten thousand followers. Um, so the woodworking deal has kind of morphed, and you've you've made your way into this niche. Um, I mean, God has really, really blessed you all uh, through the woodworking thing. Let's talk yeah. about that a little bit. You leaned into it. I remember the farmhouse table. Yeah. I remember when it was being built. And are you mm-hmm. are you all still using it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I awesome. actually built a, a big desk the other day and finished it on top of my table. And I'm like, oh gosh, this thing's a piece of junk. But Emily has sentimental value, but I'm going to build us a new one this coming year. That's on my list of things to do. Okay. Big one. She's You're going to make a video of it and do the whole Yeah, thing? I am going to do a YouTube video, yeah. Good. I like those. Buddies. Yeah. yeah. One of my buddies uh, at church, he, he's excellent uh, videographer. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Cinematographer? That's a thing. Yeah. yeah. And so we're, we're trading some, some services so that he can and do a YouTube video for you. Awesome. But yeah, the, the business really started... Um, I made some of our friends here, uh, Alex and Mark Willis, they weren't even married then. They, she showed me a video of somebody making something with epoxy and I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool. And said that they wanted this big table. And I was like, well, I can't do that. But I started, I guess my, uh, whatever feed started showing me more epoxy videos. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe I will try this. And so through spilled epoxy and lots of dollars spent I made a board for my mom just for Mother's Day, mm-hmm. and I posted a picture of it on Facebook, and within a couple days, I had 35 orders what? for a charcuterie board like that. And so I said, okay, well, maybe this I is I never knew do. that. I never knew this. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, it wasn't Mother's Day. It was her birthday, which is late September. So okay. less than a month later, October 23rd, I decided, or, I mean, we prayed about it. We talked about it. I said, I'm, I'm going to do it. So... I, by that time I had the logo made and came out with the business. October 23rd actually found out a year later was my, you know, Grammy. It was her, um, one of her husbands, uh, after Papa that was a woodworker that a lot of the tools that I have out here were his tools. His birthday was October 23rd, which is just a cool little thing that lines up. But, um, so it started with just making those charcuterie boards and formed into tables. And, uh, you know how my dad is. He's very mechanically and mathematically, oh, yeah. um, aligned Dude's and borderline genius, man. Yeah. yeah. Just rain man almost. But, um, and I've always been on the more creative side. Like you said, I love to sing and draw and listen to music and pick out things in music. And, um, there's so things I feel like- you drew that are still hanging in the youth space. Did you know that? The other day, uh-huh. I don't remember who posted. Maybe maybe Easy posted something because uh-huh. both of his girls are in youth now, which is crazy to think it's about. It's so crazy. Easy so crazy. in L.A. Somebody posted something, but the We Are Free that oh, you yeah, drew, yeah. it's still hanging in the oh, big cool. room. Yeah, I thought it was made cool. my day. I like zoomed in. I was like, yes. <laughs> it's still there. Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, that's good. Um, yeah. Actually, haven't drawn anything in a while. Maddie, I'll draw like little stuff for him, and he mm-hmm. just thinks it's the greatest thing ever. So that's fun. But um, so, so I've always been very creative mind, 
minded. My dad and brother, I would say, are very mathematically, this is how it has mm-hmm. to happen, A plus mm-hmm. B is C. And um, as I've gotten older, I have gotten a little more that way, but definitely still more creative. So the woodworking, especially with the epoxy even, I would say it's just a beautiful blend of that. Um, and I feel like um, God is our creator. All right, I don't feel like that. I know that God is our creator. And we are image bearers. And so in some sense, when I am creating, like the creation mandate, really, that's that's when I feel at peace. And I feel like I'm glorifying him through my work and um, or even through good works, even because I'm glorifying him in that and trying to serve people through um, through making them things that will be in their homes for hopefully a long time and that they can look at. And um, yeah, I chose after looking through a lot of scripture, I chose Colossians 3.17 as like my tagline and I put it on all my invoices that I send out to people and so hopefully they see it. But um, so that's whatever you do, whether in word or deed. Yeah, so um, whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do basically do so in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God God the Father through him. So I feel like that was a good verse saying that whether I am, you know, typing up invoices one day, I can do that to the glory of God and, and give thanks to him for having that ability. Or whether I'm making a six foot long black walnut table, I, I can do that to God's Ooh. glory. And and even the YouTube videos, like that's something that I try to, and that's just another, this is another tangent, but that is just how I know that the Lord has been at work in my life because I, with my old YouTube videos, like singing and stuff, I was so self-centered. Gosh, the, it's amazing how the Lord shows you your sin and and then forgives us when we repent. And so, like, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit just convicts us of our sin. And we, anyway, um, so, and I can glorify Him through that. And when I'm creating, I feel like I am glorifying Him. And so it's been a really fun adventure. I love being out there. Like, at the beginning of this podcast, we were talking about how I've got to ship something out for Christmas. But... Obviously, there is some stress that comes with that, and um, I have had to take a step back because of that. But, um, like, I, I enjoy being out. I love being out there. There are a few projects that, you know, are yeah. over yeah, my pay grade that, that yeah. stress me out some. But other than that, like, I, I just truly enjoy the process of it. I've made last December, I calculated it up, and either charcuterie boards or cutting boards, I had made 357 of them. Oh and I gosh. enjoyed, I mean, I enjoyed making all of them and, and just yeah. being able to go through, I made a, a folder in my uh, phone now where every board I make, I put it into that one. So it keeps up with how many I've made and I can see a picture of all of them and just see how I've been able to improve and just through yeah. watching videos and working at it and yeah, I've got in, one, a black walnut board that yeah. I love, man. Nice I have not one. brought myself, legal, legal disclaimer, I've not brought myself to cut anything on it at oh, all. Well, you're you're not in the minority. I go into people's houses, and you're talking about the logo, so maybe this is where I get that. Oh, I they, love it, yeah. I always stamp the logo on the bottom, yeah. Yeah. or what I would call the bottom, and I go into people's houses, and they have them turned around where the logo's there. And I'm like, well, if I'd have known you were going to do that, I'd put it on the prettier side. <laughs> so you do that, too? Oh, yeah, yeah man. But, so and I, I yeah, and the, I, I, learn, I use it as a serving board. There you go. So yeah. like if we have guests over, I got yeah. a cutting board that I'll use. But then when I when I dis, you know present Pretty. it, it's yeah, all on the all on your board. Yeah, that's sweet. That's sweet. Oh yeah, it's freaking amazing, man. <laughs> yeah. It's so um, 
So from that, some of my favorite shots, and I don't know if this is going to sound weird or not, but it, it's endearing. I love it. Like, I'm sure it's overwhelming, but you've got like 15 boards at once. But Ooh. it's evident to me, like in this pictures, uh, it's Emily's hands. Like, so yeah. you're taking pictures, but I can see like Emily holding a board or holding something. Yeah. And I'm like, she's out there with him. Like, she's, yeah. she is the helpmate i mean she's right yeah. in there and what a gift not only for you to be able to create but i know that you all built a new shop uh to mm -hmm. have somebody that's backing you supporting you yeah. um encouraging you championing you to yes. keep you know take these steps order that piece of equipment if you need the piece of equipment it's going to pay for itself Order yeah. the piece of equipment, like upgrade if you need to. Yes. Um, what a gift. Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, just incredibly. So that's what I mean when I see her. I can tell that's not your hands when yeah. there's a, just a picture, a random picture or something. Or yeah. I'll watch, because everything you put out, I'll watch. Not in a creepy way, just in like a, just just rooting oh, yeah. for you. But everything that. that you put out, I'll watch and I, I'll catch a snippet of her in a yeah. video or something out there, hands on helping. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, dude, the that makes me, for me incredibly happy when I see that. I'm like, yes. dog pounding it, you know. She's amazing. Uh, so yeah, one of the most popular videos I have on YouTube is when so last Christmas, thankfully, graciously. The guy ordered them in June, but he ordered mm -hmm. 50 of the resin charcuterie boards for clients. Uh, oh, my. So I had until Christmas. And so one of my most popular videos is us. I had probably at that point probably 35 boards laid out, and we both had a bottle of oil, and I hit go, and we went and started just oiling how many we could. And you see me raise my hands at one point because I thought I had beat her. And But, yeah, that's one of my most viewed videos, her being out there. And she's, yes, gosh, so supportive. You talk about... Uh, community. I, I would say that I do have some community in the woodworking mm -hmm. uh, community, I guess you call it. But so many of them are of the, I'm going to buy this tool and hope my wife doesn't see it. Or I'm going to sneak this tool by my wife. Or yeah. I'm going to pay yeah. this in cash yeah. so she doesn't see it. And yeah. Emily, I mean, gosh, it is so beautiful to be on the same page with mm -hmm. everything. And for her to be able to say, oh, a saw stop, that doesn't cut your fingers off? Okay, yeah, sure. Oh, it's $4,000? Yeah, just go ahead and get it. Yeah, if you got it, yeah, get it. And so we, you know, work for that and pay, you paid for a saw stop. And, you know, I tell her that's the one that it won't cut your finger off if you, you know, Which fall into true. it. And Yeah, true. Dude, um, those things, I've seen them run raw hot dogs up to the edge. I almost edge. want to do it. It's it's $80. I have an extra one in my shop that's $80. To, to do that test is basically you're paying eighty dollars don't but do it, it to so your blades to like or your whatever yeah it would whatever, destroy your and, blade yeah or whatever but. you got to replace in there they say once <clears throat> it stops you got to replace something but it's the yeah the the thing that catches it you have to replace your blade and the thing that catches it so okay. the thing that catches it is eighty dollars so you have to eighty dollars okay. plus a blade all right so but, anybody um, that's listening or watching this by chance if you would like to see that done send me eighty dollars yeah like or 80 <laughs> people can send one buck right let's oh, okay. raise the yes. money yeah there whatever i'll do it chunk two or three four five dollars six eight ten forty bucks in there we go send i'll do my it. actual finger for the thousand no <laughs> we will not no. No. no no but a raw hot dog so on the sauce stock yeah. deals i've looked at those they yeah. 
Oh gosh. Thumbs up. They can, you did it again. They, I know, man. Gabe's <laughs> going to get on to me because Gabe has told me how to fix that, and I haven't done it yet. Mm. Um, but they run that hot dog up there, and it it doesn't even nick the raw hot dog. It's truly, I see, like, even woodworker friends I have will post a picture, and it's of their finger, and it's got a little paper cut. And I know, without reading the caption, that their saw stop went off, and they touched their finger to the blade. And I mean, it's truly incredible technology. I don't understand yeah. how it works. I've shown it to my dad. Like, there's a really good slow motion YouTube video. I've shown it to my dad. He doesn't understand it. Like, it's just, yeah. I don't understand how somebody came up with that. But yeah, I actually bought uh, last February. Emily likes making. I don't know if you've seen them. The the baby blocks and the yes, yes. name plaques. People take yes. p- pictures with their babies. She likes doing that was all her idea. And so mm-hmm. I actually bought a CNC, just a small mm-hmm. like hobby CNC. And it's like you're talking about early paid for itself over mm-hmm. already. But she enjoys going out there and doing running the CNC and like a little mm-hmm. robot. So and yeah. she helped me sand all those boards, those 50 boards I was talking about last Christmas. So it's just it's great to have her out there. They're all talking about like the like other woodworkers talk about how they go out in their shop to get away from their families. And like mm-hmm. I like I talked about earlier, I enjoy, I love being out there, but I obviously miss being with my family and I feel uh-huh. guilty when I'm out there sometimes. But yeah, it's just, I've found very few woodworkers that are believers. I don't know if there's any correlation with that. Just, uh-huh. I don't know if, if there's any correlation, but I, I just have had a hard time um, being authentic with them because they're like, oh, you, you had to hide that one from your wife. Am I right? And I'm like, no, no, she was all. For she it. told me to buy it. Yeah. yeah, you know, so it's just it's very. Uh, there's a disconnect there, but I'm working. So I knew at one time you were considering you were like t- tornish, and you were thinking maybe woodwork full time, stepping away from teaching or teaching part time, and stepping more mm-hmm. into woodwork. Where are you in that? Just I, um, I don't know the answer. Yeah, so um, I would say after my fourth year teaching, I was ready to quit. Not just because the business was doing very well, but it was a really tough year teaching. Okay. And we prayed through it. Like I, I really considered uh, quitting then, but uh, tough through it, prayed through it. Emily was very supportive, and uh, that summer kind of got my fix with being able to woodwork all the time. That was mm-hmm. no, that was not before Maddie. But when he would take his nap, I'd go out in the shop and work during the summer. But the next year, by the grace of God, had like the not only the easiest but like the sweetest class I've ever had, and so oh. that was just a you know, just a big break, almost almost like a year-long break. Obviously, it's still tough and stressful teaching, and you have, mm-hmm. you know, all these different variables going on, but it was such a relief to have that. And then so I went ahead and did another year. So I'm in year six now. Miss um, Young, if you're listening to this, I love you. I'm going to go for 10 years is what I'm okay. shooting for, teaching. Is that so your I get principal vested. or your superintendent? Yes. That's my that's my, my principal. Awesome. Um, yeah, I think she, she probably probably knows that. But um, yeah, shooting for ten years and get vested, and so then I can you know pull a, a little bit of an income while I try to go full time. But it, that, I mean, there's obviously still three and a half years before that. Yeah. Before that happens, so we're still praying through that and seeing yeah. what that would look like. But I I do feel like, which this could go on a whole other tangent if you want to, but I feel like for the last like year and a half, I've been trying to prove it to myself mostly but also emily that i could do it full time and mm-hmm. you know support our family mm-hmm. um and got 
not even burnt out, but just got really overstressed. And mm-hmm. I know you, you talked last, last episode that I, I can't believe I didn't reach out to you because I know you talked about it all the time, but the, just the anxiety and um, mm-hmm. thankful again for a, a pastor at my church and elder that went through a, a book with me. I don't know if you've, have you read uh, When People Are Big and God Is Small? No. It's really good. But for the past, talked a lot about. So I don't even know how many years. How old am I? Um, so I'm 46. I started 46. college undergrad when I was 33. So what's the math? 13 years. So for 13 years, all I've read is what I've been told to read other than the Bible. Oh. So, I mean, for 13 okay. years, it's like you got to read this, 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 and yeah. this, and write a paper. Uh, that's true. This, this, yeah. this, this, and this, and write a paper. So it's like I've, I've probably, because I went straight through, like I didn't take summers off, J-term, I was in class, yeah. Yeah. like blitzing, full blitz. Um, so there is a stack of books Ooh, that – I can imagine. Like, so if you, you – this is a compliment. So if you came to me and you're like, Ben – you have to read this book. Like you got to read this book, whatever mm-hmm. it is, ABC, blah blah blah. If you handed it to me, or if you just continued, kept on me, like you got to yeah. read this book. I would purchase it, and it's in that stack, in that pile. Yeah, yeah. And so I took a year off <clears throat> after the masters, but before going back, I got a good bit of them knocked out. But there's still is. some in that stack. Yeah. So. Yeah, at some point, not only will I read that stack, but like right this moment with you saying yeah. this, big God, little big people, little God, or whatever you just said, basically, I would yeah. I would have made a note, and then that yeah. would probably go in my list. But yeah, anyway, yeah. sorry, go ahead. One of the so one of the things I was meeting with at that time, he was my community group leader, somebody who had also discipled me. That it was the guy I was singing with in the video, John Ross, mm-hmm. our one of our associate pastors. Um, he was looking to step down from community group leader just because has a lot on his plate as elder. He has his own podcast, Commuter Bible, um, and um, wanted me to lead it. And so I was just feeling very over overtaxed and just mm-hmm. had a lot going on. And so I just wanted to talk through that with him. I didn't want to come in saying, yes, I'm going to do it, or no, I'm not going to do it. And he just started asking me these questions that were just so interesting and one of the things i how i answered one is that i i said that i was i felt i feel like i'm a people pleaser and it was more with um with the woodworking thing like i just want everybody to be happy with what they order i don't want them to have to wait too long and i'm Mm -hmm. I'm, you know six months out right now people shouldn't have to wait that long on their table and um come to find out that we, we read that book together and people pleaser is in some sense, fearing man more than you're fearing God. Mm. And um, so I, I walked through that book with him um, in a discipleship setting, and it was just really sweet to see all of the um, – there wasn't obviously any concrete examples in there. If you've got two full-time jobs and two kids and, you know, your day job has kids that their parents abuse them and verbally mm. neglect them and, you know, they're spitting at you and – you know, all that you have to deal with, plus customers that want their orders, plus, you know, mm-hmm. two young kids. And mm-hmm. um, so I was just feeling anxious about a lot of different things. And um, so one of the things he told me, he said, he said, so what's the worst thing that could happen? And he said, just start at a very like macro level. And so I said, OK, well, if somebody's having to wait too long for this, they could get upset. He's like, okay, next. 
And so I said, well, they could um, cancel the order. He's like, okay. They could write a bad review. Okay, keep going. I would have to refund them for it. Okay, keep going. And so it just went all the way to, like, I'm in my grave. It is the worst thing that could happen. And by the grace of God, like, I am saved. And so I'm worshiping with heaven and with God at this point. And so yeah. it's like just really adds perspective to things that I was stressing over and anxious about. And that's not to say, like, that's, that's a very recent thing. Like, we were going through that book in probably October. Mm-hmm. Um, but so not to say that that has been fixed by any means. It's still something I'm praying through every every day, but um, just to be able to step back and look at it like that. I'm so thankful for, for him, somebody faithfully pouring into me just um, wisdom and being able to recommend a book like that that, mm-hmm. that I can uh, pray through. One more thing real fast, sorry. Discipleship. We talked about discipleship earlier. Yeah. I think that I want to encourage, I heard, um, I think we talked about earlier, it was Brandon, I want to encourage men to do family worship with your with your family. That's really where discipleship starts is in the home. And I can tell you that you will feel very strange doing it at first Mm -hmm. and it's going to feel weird and you'll feel nervous, but it is a beautiful, beautiful thing to hear. We at the Christmas sing last night, I was up on this, on the stage, obviously, but Emily said that you were on the platform. platform. I was on the platform. (laughs) That's right. For influence. Um, I almost said that when I said okay. Anyway. Um, but Emily said one of the scripture they were a scripture they were reading and they said Jesus and Maddie looked at her and he said Jesus birthday Jesus birthday and so because we've been going through an Advent reading in our in our time of family worship um, it's just so sweet to have that time we do ours after right after dinner and it's got to the point now where you know, Maddie's still sitting in his high chair or whatever it is, and he's filthy, Obi's filthy, and, you know, we've got a million things going on, but we have that time where we can sit down, and usually we're reading the word, mm-hmm. we sing a song together, and then we pick somebody from the direct church directory and pray for them in addition to all of our all of our normal nice, things. Man. Um, it is so sweet to do. Emily and I did it um, a lot. A while together where we would just read a psalm after um, after dinner and I got to tell guys that I'm trying to encourage now that I'm discipling to to lead their families in family worship like I told them that we would set a phone between us at dinner so that I would just rem- and have it flipped over and so that I would remember because it's one of those things that <clears throat> your wife I think that they can obviously uplift you the most like an, an encouraging word can can lift you up more than anybody else says it. But also, mm-hmm. flip side of that, they can say something that can cut you deeper, mm-hmm. I think, just because they mean so much to you. You have such an intimate relationship with them. So if Emily ever even had to remind me to do it, it was like, oh, gosh, I'm not leading my family well. I'm not doing, you know. So I tried to just say, like, remember it, remember it, remember it. Set the phone between you, and we'd read a psalm. And then we got to the point where we'd read a psalm, and we'd pray through the psalms. Like mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier, some of them psalms are crazy. So praying through mm-hmm. some of them. Thanks. <laughs> but uh, then just read an, another book that I would love to recommend to you. Um, but it was just saying the importance of reading the word as a family, singing the word as a family, and praying the word as a family. And so mm-hmm. we've gotten in the habit of doing that since probably August. And it has just been so, so sweet. Awesome, so, dude. Sorry, that, will that, encourage, that will encourage Brandon. <clears throat> like I was saying, I can't remember if we were on on 
uh, if we had hit record yet or not, but that's that's that dude's freaking solid. Yeah, I said and I wanted so, to jump on that call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and maybe that's what maybe eventually. So I've got a list of people that I'm working through, just friends, yeah. like great friends, and want. The exciting part about this project is is connecting people like really yeah. and truly to let others like-minded people know like there's a whole tribe of us yeah. i mean there we may be scattered around geographically but um but i he listens to <clears throat> each of these i know that he okay. does faithfully um i meet with him every other monday for lunch oh, cool. um yeah oh, it's great time and, and very much needed but um yeah. that will encourage him very much to know uh that you listened to that episode and that it blessed you oh yeah that's awesome i was walking around in public like yes 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 everything he was saying i was like yes come on preach yeah that's what i'm saying he uh and that dude you know when we not if we but when we start to simplify like retreats yeah yeah he can he can put him and you and connor together that dude can freaking rip i mean he can he can play and sing and Mm. Corey, you talk too. about Corey, yes, and, oh my gosh, and, uh, oh, Rev, Rev, yeah. Rev, <laughs> I was trying to think put, of the name you, you call. Throw him. Rev in there, dude. Um, quintet and Brooke. Brooke can sing oh, yeah. like a freaking bird. Anyway, um, so uh, uh, so oh, I had something I was fixing to say that was so good, and now it just left me. Um, you were talking about the Simplify Retreat when we get that together. Yeah, when we get that together, I can't, I can't recall now, but. Um, to have all of you to oh oh i know what i was gonna say this is so good good. so earlier you were talking about using my line of praying now so i Mm -hmm. use your line all the time so uh one time you told me you said you know it's good when you get chill bumps on your legs I don't remember, Do you saying even remember saying that. We <laughs> no. were somewhere doing something. We were in a worship setting, and somebody just just turned just turned it yeah. loose, and the wow. spirit of God fell in that room. You know, and yeah. you looked at me, and you were like, "You know, it's good when you get chill bumps on your legs." And I can't tell you how often I'll be in a room, and and, and the, the spirit of the Lord will move. You know, and you can feel yeah. like neck or head, oh, arms. Yeah. You know, the old. Uh, but then there's times where all the way, like full body down through your legs. <laughs> and I think, you know, it's good when you get chill bumps on your legs. <laughs> uh, but my, my thought in that was there have been times where I've been in rooms uh, where Brandon was leading worship oh, or yeah. even teaching. He, he taught. Um, we had a, a mixed group deal, our men's group, the men's group from his church and the men's group from our church. Occasionally we'll get together and have a big feed and then somebody yeah. will uh, – teach and stuff and um he's a gifted teacher uh incredibly gifted uh, worship leader so yeah it'll be awesome so at some point this simplify retreat deal is going to happen and all these people yeah. are going to end up in the same place at the same time all and these it is, families it just needs to be like six eight months in advance just book yes. something oh we're gonna say, have to plan it way out yeah. like a year yeah ahead of time and just yeah. say on this date for these days three days we're going to yeah. converge on this place and it's just going to kind of be what it is dude it it would yeah. be we got to make that happen it's so cool awesome so all right cool. so where can people find you like how what's the easiest way for people to connect <clears throat> and find you um is it woodwork through the woodwork page or how yeah yeah i my personal uh 
Facebook, I, I post something every now and then, but my yeah. personal Instagram, I, I saw the other day I hadn't posted a picture since Maddie was his first Halloween. So that was years ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I have to keep up with the woodworking Instagram. And so that's enough of a chore. I get tired mm-hmm. of that as it is. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the best place to find me. I would say Instagram, uh, it's MacArthur Woodworks, M-A-C-A-R-T-H-U-R, MacArthur Woodworks. Mac-Arth- Emily came Mac-Arthur up with a name too. Woodworks. Yeah. Yep. I was going to do um, like MMM Woodworks or something. And Emily said, you should do MacArthur. And I was like, huh, I like that. And so. Yeah. It flows in the <clears throat> shirt always. And I do mean always gets compliments. That's wild that you oh. don't get them. Uh, yeah, the I, next I, time I mean, it happens, as long as somebody doesn't freak out, I'm going to ask them if I can video Video. Say, yeah, can cool I get like a 10-second video so I can send this to the guy? Yeah. Uh, it might freak somebody it. out, but we'll see. And then ask we'll him if you can it. pray for him in the yeah, middle of yeah. yeah, like right now. Can I put my hands on you and pray How can I be praying for you? Yeah. So MacArthur Woodworks, they can find you Instagram and, and yes. uh, Facebook, YouTube channel. There's some legit stuff yeah. on your YouTube. And I got to get you and my friend here, Jake, hooked up. Uh, Is that the one Jake, you sent me with the huge slabs? Yes, he's got slabs for days, man, and what I kind think of what is that it? everything. Oh. I mean, he's got oh. wall, black walnut slabs that'll Ooh. make your mouth water. I mean, oh. yeah, I'll be there and, um, this weekend. You, if if we could get you up here just to look, but um, there's there are some that have, um, you know, like uh, what's the verbiage? Like uh, like holes, uh, voids in them. Yeah, voids, voids and cracks. Are, yeah, and bug holes. He, he could backfill those with some epoxy but he's he's wanting to do like countertops tables mm. uh like big big woodwork and yeah uh, we built a jig uh to where he can take a router we oh, built yeah, router an, like an enormous jig um, wow to where he can take a router and plane them um oh yeah router really sled. really cool familiar we we got to get you and jake hooked up we got to get you and yeah. brandon hooked up uh brandon called me so <laughs> yeah yeah brandon reach out he will now now that he when he hears that he'll call you so awesome dude i won't take any more of your time you told me before you came on like when you hang up from here you're going to the shop uh christmas orders kiss dude, my baby's you. good night and then go yeah it's been yeah. a blast it's so fun you to catch have up. you have blessed me um just in in this hour and a half thank you uh gives me ways. Cr- yeah. incredible hope man um so so good a, a selfish uh centered kid yeah come no, to faith it was and, always yeah, I mean, the, the glory was always in there though that's uh which you know now dealing with young people like i know it's first graders but even teenagers yeah, uh, at your church like you can yeah. look at a kid and you're like this sucker's gonna be a world beater if i don't kill him if i don't literally <laughs> choke him out uh he's gonna be a world beater um but no that um uh thank you for the time and for the encouragement i can't wait to hang out with you so we're gonna get together i guess for charity's deal yeah uh, two weeks gonna be a glorious night i guess there's i heard so they're getting married at the um cox Cap- capital theater i think capital theater yeah capital Everybody's theater playing. You playing? And I don't know that I'll play, but I am going to be full out. Uh, Everybody's going to be like, so they're going to have instruments. Musicians. And is Jacob yeah. Davis coming? I would I, imagine. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, they're really missing an opportunity not to just make this wedding a play. Charity, are you listening? Make, just make it a play, a big production, yeah. and we can all, right, all sing to, a part. 
at the very least record what's happening on that stage that yeah. is a stage cool. it's not a platform that stage yeah um, all about me i'm just kidding but lay it down and record that because there's going to be some gold in there man yes they have so many talented friends gosh it's gonna be it's gonna be fun i'm really really yeah. gifted i told him i need to go way before all the other people i don't want to have to go before connor or jacob davis or somebody yeah, or all or go of after them. I mean, <laughs> or everybody at once. That'd the weight, the weight is a the must. Weight. At some yeah. time, at some point, s- singing everybody. Drew, mic. Charity, the whole bunch need to be up there. That'd be fun uh, for the weight. Yeah, all right, dude, fun. I'll let you be. You got to come back on at some point. Maybe we can. I don't know how to do it because I'm not tech tech savvy. But maybe we could like link up two or three people. I've never I thought you about just share, that. Share the link with more people. Let's try it. That would be <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that'd be really cool. All right. I can't wait to see you and hug your neck. Uh, yeah. Wait, are you yeah. not going to ask me the question? Then you're going to have to say, oh, you forgot to do it. It would have been you, you and Gabe. You, well, you forgot only... to do it. The last one I listened to, Travis, you forgot to do it then. Travis did it. No, no, he did it. Travis. Oh, you're did right. It. You're right. I remember looking at the podcast and it was like a minute left. And I was like, he's going to, he's not going to ask him. He's not going to ask him. He's going to have to I say, ask like, him. I <laughs> asked him. Gabe yeah, is the only done. one I forgot. I would have just forgotten you, dude. Thank you. I didn't want to be so, mentioned on every podcast. <laughs> you would be from here out. It would be you and Gabe, which is pretty good company. Okay. Let me reel this yep. back in. All right, Michael. Everybody talks about in this podcast how they like it because it's just two guys hanging out and they get to join in. Yeah. This has been that probably more so than any since Connor. Uh, uh, okay, That's Michael. Um, Michael MacArthur Meeks. Uh, the mm-hmm. name of this podcast is the Keep It Simple Podcast. How do you keep it simple? So I talked a lot about stress and having a lot of different jobs and responsibilities. I think the thing that helps me to keep it simple is to have everything aligned to where it is kingdom focused. Everything is kingdom mm-hmm. focused. Eternal 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 mindset is what I would call it. Mm-hmm. Eternal mindset. So that's in my marriage, you know, a little scuffle is not going to matter then. So we're on the same page. We're both trying to glorify God with our marriage. So we eternal mindset raising our kids you have to be patient with kids and you can't blow up on them and spank them when you're upset, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I have a kingdom mindset with that eternal mindset. So in my jobs, just to be able to glorify God through having an eternal mindset with everything that, that comes mm. towards me. Mm. I think that would be the way that I keep it simple. Awesome, dude. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, this was a blast. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Hug Emily, hug the boys. I will. I'll see you in like a week or two. I don't even remember, two weeks? man. Yeah, two when weeks, are you coming man. to Winter Uh 25th, yeah. So we'll do Christmas, oh, Christmas, Day. Christmas Eve morning is regular service, and then that night's a candlelight. Okay. And then, yeah, like 5 a.m. the next morning, throw the boys in the, in the car. Okay. There you go. Are you driving? You to okay. see the boys. Yeah, oh, Mike's a freshman in college. Gosh, he, yeah, he looks so big. He's taller than me, as, probably. He's, I mean, he's, he's some of these kids. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Crazy, man. <clears throat> So yeah, we'll so. be in Winter Robins from the 24th through Charity's wedding. So we need to, oh, awesome. some of us should get together before yeah, the wedding. and I would love to see your folks. I'm going to yeah. be in Winter Robins at least for the rehearsal. I think the rehearsal's at Trinity. Okay. Um, so at some point that day, which is the day before the wedding, I'm going to be in Winter Robins at some okay. point. I don't, I don't know the schedule. 
but I'd love to see your folks. I'd love yeah. to get grab a meal or or whatever. Just hang out would be awesome. Come look at the come look at the Mickey shop. It's a I've real seen, man's oh, shop. I've seen like vague pictures, but not real pictures. Just yeah, I mean, because you were out there playing capture the flag and spike, you know, all the different things. Just seeing yes. it out there now, it's like a monstrosity. It's, I'd, I would love maybe to have I need, it. Maybe that's what I need to do is come see yeah, Just come over. Yeah. Awesome, dude. We'll be there. All right. Talk to you soon. I love you. All right. Love you too, man. Appreciate See it. See ya.